it up for Ohio State. You've waited all day for this. No one's got to stand away. He's going to take it to the house. 85 yards. Down the right side going. Devin Smith got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. The one show that's nothing but the Buckeyes. Oh, and for the touchdown. Kraft shoots it high on the right for three. This is the Buckeye Show. All right. Happy Monday, everybody. Timmy Hall rocking and rolling here with all of you fine Buckeye fans. Hope you had an outstanding weekend. Sundays are fantastic when the Buckeyes look like that, aren't they? I mean, and really every football fan in the state of Ohio should have been pretty good. Even if you're uh, even if you're a Stiller fan, you didn't have to watch your guys play yesterday. I'm just I'm sorry to do this, but we're in Ohio. I got to put you third in the hopper there, at least. Talking about the Bengals, talking about the Browns, Browns that we have here on 97.1 The Fan right now. Thursday night football, they get the much-needed win when they're all banged, battered, bruised, whatever kind of B-word you can come up with. They get it done. Dearness Johnson starts off the NFL week with just a tremendous story, right? With a guy like that, heart and soul, guys calling or emailing the Alliance of American Football, just saying, hey, can I get a look? And then he gets this kind of moment for the Browns. So you already had that if you were a Cleveland fan. And then what Cincy does yesterday to just sort of finish off the power punch of a weekend. Oh, it's awesome. Awesome. And I know I want to get mainly to the Buckeyes and what they did against Indiana. I want to do that. But to see some of the Buckeyes doing what they're doing for Cincinnati, I think, you know, there was there was a number of people who who were fans of Ohio State, fans of the Cincinnati Bengals that really wanted to see Billy Price turn into something. And even if you don't and you're not one of those guys that cares all that much about the Ohio State players once they go on to their NFL teams, I do think there's there's certainly more to it when they're playing for your team, because. Why wouldn't that be a little bit of an extra? Maybe they go off and play for the Dallas Cowboys like Zeke did, and you are anything from a Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm looking at you, Ted. I mean, why would anybody want to be a fan of that organization? I don't know. So much success to you, Zeke, but I don't want to see really anything hinge with Dallas Cowboys success, but you're doing just fine now. You got a guy that played for Ohio State and playing for the Bengals. You're a fan of both. Yeah, it should add a little bit more, and you know, when Billy Price fell apart, that's a first-round pick as well. So it's a very valuable high pick that sort of went out the window. But you bring some other guys in. Eli came in, but I'm mainly looking at Von Bell, who comes in through free agency. I don't think he was given a whole lot of love. or Not to say that he was an afterthought, but he, he certainly wasn't at superstar status. And I'm not saying that he should be. I'm just saying that Von Bell has been one of the more willing hitters that I've seen and I'm, I think it's great the job that he's doing there. And Sam Hubbard, Sam Hubbard, take a bow for that game yesterday. That was Lamar Jackson. That was the jukiest player we've ever seen in NFL history so far. You bottled him up. You guys were protecting the edge. You were getting after it. Hendrickson on one side, Sam Hubbard, the Ohio State defensive end, who is behind the Bosa's and Chase Young. Everybody, there's so much talent on that defensive line. Guys that are doing things in the league, although I think Sam Hubbard is starting to pop his head up as being the next best. When it gets to Joey, Nick, Chase, whatever order, then it is going to go down as Sam Hubbard right after those guys. And why not? He's a freak. I I was wondering for a a year there if he was just going to be good, kind of good in the league, but now he got the contract. He's taken that step 
to being a just absolute stud of a player. And he was catching guys from behind. He maybe got beat on one or two plays where he didn't maybe seal the edge. But uh, other than that, it was a pretty outstanding game. And great stuff. Great football weekend, right? So get into Ohio State. Get into the Buckeyes and what that was. So I was saying, it's it's nice in this town. You get that win on Saturday night. I go out for breakfast a lot. And even just, uh, we, we had to sit at the bar on Sunday for brunch because... You know, it was crowded. It was 11 a.m., got to sleep in. Me and Beamer are doing post game with all these frickin' night games that they keep rolling at us. An update on the uh, potential third straight night game here in a moment. But, but yeah, by the time we got there, it's, it's late and you're looking for a spot to eat. And dude sitting to my left is just a guy wearing a football hat, wearing a Browns hoodie. I can just tell he's a Buckeye fan. And we just we're like talking, you know, eating my breakfast, got my family to my right, the stranger to my left. And we're just talking about football and how good Ohio State looked and some of the games coming up. It's just fantastic. It's one of the best feelings when Ohio State rolls on Saturday night and you just sort of breeze through that Sunday morning, getting ready to kick back and relax, cook some food, order some food, whatever and catch a slate of 1 o'clock NFL games. It was great. And everything that this Buckeye football team is doing right now, offensively, for sure, what they're doing offensively, it's not only sustainable, it's, it's a certainty. What they're doing, what they've got right there, between all of their weapons on the outside, the offensive line... And how they really don't let anybody sniff C.J. Stroud. He actually did whatever. Took a sack in this game. First series in the second half, I think that was. But this was honestly one of those second halves. The whole 30 minutes did not matter. Really didn't. You just wanted to see everybody get out of there safely. And for the most part, all signs point to a success. You did get out of there healthy and alive. It's just with Travion Henderson, again, being held under 10 carries. He got banged up. That was really maybe one of the, the bigger stories of the game is how he had a two-yard carry to start. And then you don't see him for a while. Mayan Williams is taking care of business on that first drive. They took his helmet away. He wasn't too happy. He comes back in and he shows you once again how this could be the greatest running back you've ever seen at Ohio State. And I don't even think it's kooky talk with this this soon into his career to see what he can do how he does it out of the backfield as a running back Travion Henderson is a guy who is as explosive as it gets the acceleration the high end speed his ability to make guys miss when he just even has a little bit of space gets a full head of steam he can truck through a couple of guys he can break tackles he can literally do everything so this offense it's the best in the country and I think it's the best in the country by a sizable margin right now, it all just continues to hinge on what this defense is going to do. And it's again another episode. It's another game where this is fine for the Big Ten right now. I even think they're going to be good seeing now what these Big Ten teams are doing. I am not that scared over the uh, about the undefeated teams that are left. I would have been more scared of Penn State with the loss if Iowa hadn't shown what it was. If that makes any sense, Iowa staying unbeaten, Penn State with one loss, if they took care of business against Illinois, did what they did, those are the two teams I would have feared more. 
not Michigan State and Michigan being unbeaten just because I firmly believe Ohio State's got the leg up on those guys. And Michigan, I worry about their offense. Michigan State, I also don't think that uh, despite how good their running back, Kenneth Walker, looks, he's a little bit concerning to me. But I think Ohio State has plenty of firepower to put it on Michigan State's defense right now. That's where the confidence is. Probably say Peyton Thorne's the second best quarterback in the conference right now with what we're seeing, Michigan State's guy. But shoot, this is a, this is a team who's who's got it offensively for sure. And then on defense, when you get into some of these bigger games, can you keep stacking these performances? I don't know if we're going to see it or know it in the Big Ten. It might be in the college football playoff the next time you get into one of those games where you just sit back and wonder. Is this defense ready for a challenge? Are they ready to step outside of the teams that are, you know, after you were done beating everybody in the Big Ten, which every single week now, combined with what Ohio State's doing, albeit against the weaker teams, and seeing what the rest of the Big Ten is becoming, I'm just, you know, falling out of my chair more and more confident that Ohio State is the team that's going to take care of business, win out, beat Michigan State, beat Michigan, win the Big Ten championship, not even certain that I'm not at all certain anymore that Iowa is even going to be that team in the Big Ten championship. It could be some total scrub that maybe is hanging on to a ranking in the 20s or something like that. I'm not sure, but 54 to 7, everything that was done on offense, the streaking continues. You still have a Buckeye winning the Freshman of the Week award, Big Ten Freshman of the Week award. Every single week they've played a game. Five times C.J. Stroud. He gets it again. Why not? 266 yards, four touchdowns, no picks in the driving rain. And Travion Henderson and Cobb McCord with their fantastic games, the uh, Tulsa game and the Akron game. Those are the other two. And there's a real good shot that you run the table on those Big Ten Freshman of the Week awards. It's, it's out there for you. So job well done. Penn State week loses some luster. But it's still Penn State. It's still a night game. You're going to wear the fancy uniforms. You're going to scarlet the shoe. And it's it's the first one. They're still ranked. A lot of buzz got taken out of this, obviously, because of that wacky overtime game that was ridiculous to watch and an embarrassment for Penn State. But still get up. Still get ready for the Saturday game. And treat them how you want to treat them now. That's what you need to do. Defense step up. Treat Sean Clifford like the regular quarterback that he is. Neutralize them. Hold them to single-digit points. That's the mission for this week. All right, mixing bowl time. Basketball season starts a week from today here in Columbus. I can't believe it. We'll get ready for the season with Adam Jardy, the dispatch. That's next. It's the Buckeye Show on the Fan. Your home for the Buckeyes, Blue Jackets, and crew. And our sincere apologies for common men singing Creed songs. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Buckeyes, I'm Kurt Lewis, United Healthcare of Ohio CEO and graduate of The Ohio State University. United Healthcare believes healthy small businesses are vital to our economy. That's why we're ready to give your small business a big promotion through our Spotlight on Small Business. Winners receive radio promotion, social media recognition, and more. To enter, visit OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash UH. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash UHC. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. 
Columbus. This is where the rubber meets the road. Monroe Muffler Brake, your reliable auto service team, is now the Tire Choice Auto Service Centers. We're the same great team, offering complete auto repair and maintenance services at 20 area locations, from brakes to batteries and now tires too, including Goodyear, Kelly, Cooper, Michelin, Yokohama, and many more. Add any brake service to your tire purchase and get up to $400 back when you use our drive card. For details, visit thetirechoice.com. We're back at Ohio Stadium, where Myers Auto is inexplicably taking on the Ohio State Buckeyes again. I don't know who asked for this, Paul. There's not even anyone in the stand. It's a veritable ghost town out there, as Byers Auto vice quarterback George Kaufman takes his nap. It is immediately hit by no less than three defensive linemen. I think I caught one of his teeth all the way up in the press box. I said it before, and I'll say it again. It's a good thing he's good at selling cars, because he's terrible in football. Byers Auto. Let our family keep your family on the road. Raising Canes, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics presents The Other Rules of Football. Rule number one, any broadcast without the express addition of hand-battered, cooked-to-order Canes chicken fingers is prohibited. Rule number 12, no crinkle-cut fries, Texas toast, or craveable Cane sauce constitutes an illegal formation. And rule number 31, anybody who loves to feed their game face is an eligible receiver of Canes. When it comes to winning game day, Canes rules. Raising Canes chicken fingers, one love. Go Buckeyes! Celebrate the return of Buckeye football with the Giant Eagle Ultimate Buckeye Home Gate, presented by Pringles and Coca-Cola. Visit OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash HomeGate to register for a chance to win a football feast for 20 people, delivered right to your home for an away game this season. Winners will also receive a special game day appearance from a Buckeye football legend. It's the perfect party for any Buckeye fan. Giant Eagle's Ultimate Buckeye Home Gate, presented by Pringles and Coca-Cola. Enter today, OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash HomeGate, and go Buckeyes! Hi, I'm Gene Smith, Senior Vice President and Director of Athletics. Ohio State Athletics and Cardinal Health know how important diversity, equity, and inclusion are to the success of our community, employees, and student-athletes. And we believe an equitable culture creates a community that attracts and retains the very best. Visit OhioStateBuckeyes.com backslash Buckeye-Inclusion to learn more and join us as we educate and celebrate the value of diversity and inclusion. Bishop and Lauren Nitus. You know what I like about him? I mean, a lot. But what I like is the layups are layups. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. All the easy throws, he yeah. makes them look easy. Bishop and Lauren Nitus. Presented by Window Nation. Weekdays 9 to noon. On the fan. Brutus is their homeboy. This is the Buckeye Show. And rolling along on the Buckeye Show here on a nice little Monday episode of CBJ Shorty. We did a good full segment on the Buckeyes win against Indiana on Saturday. And you know what? I had to do it. I had to get him on here today because one week from tonight, the mixing bowl that we all talk about, it begins. Buckeye basketball is going to start things up on November 1st at the shot. Exhibition game against... Indianapolis. Who would have thought, right? Indy. Yeah, they're uh, not the biggest basketball program, but Adam Jardy from the Dispatch joins us. Always got to be careful. You don't want to sub the toe in that exhibition game. It feel like there's one out of every 100 that uh, they uh, they punch a big, gigantic program in the mouth. Somehow, I don't have any concern over Chris Holtman and the guys. They win the games they're supposed to win, and then they go and surprise a lot of people and win games that no one thinks they will. Adam, long off season, man. It's about to get crazy. How you doing? Hey, it's it's the best time of year, man. I, I, thanks for having me on. I, I'm just very excited that you spend a whole off season analyzing, preparing, and 
trying to figure out what the things are going to look like, and then suddenly it's here, and you flip the calendar, and you know, let's go, let's play some basketball. Yeah. So early look on this team. You know, I think everybody respected who they became last year. You know, you cannot look past, you cannot avoid the fact that you're a two seed and you get upset by Oral Roberts. Look, it, it, it stung as bad as anything could sting. You had two dudes who just went completely off and Kyle Young was not in there to roam on defense for the Buckeyes, but you're a bona fide top 20 team. And I believe this is a team that's ceiling is final four caliber. What do you see when you look at everything the Buckeyes have? I like the fact they just have a lot of depth. And when you look at, like, you mentioned Kyle Young in that tournament game, you know, I think there's more options this season and more ability this season for Ohio State to, you know, if you have a guy who's who's nursing something or a guy who you just want to limit the beating on him, you can put more bodies in there. You can spread the spread the wealth out a little bit. And I think the talent shouldn't drop too much when you start getting down to maybe that guy who's second on the depth chart or third on the depth chart. And I think that just creates a situation where they have so many options that they could play really, frankly, in a number of different ways, whether they go three, four guard lineups or whether they, they try to go with multiple bigs. Like, I just think there's so many interesting pieces with this team that one of the things I'm most excited about the season starting is just trying to see what are they, what are they thinking? What, what combinations are going to work for this team? Because there's, there's a lot there. Yeah, and you know this team has changed. We're talking to Adam Jardy, some Buckeye basketball chatter as they're going to get the ball bouncing next week, and then eight days later, it starts for real with a in-state opponent, Akron, on Tuesday, November 9th. But I mean, we we've seen Caleb Wesson on this team, right? We saw Caleb Wesson go away. We saw Dwayne Washington rise and start to take over. We've seen them shoot a lot of threes, right? We've seen them operate out of the post with Caleb, and then Caleb even became a three point threat. It's like you said. I think Chris Holtman is this type of coach, and so is the rest of his coaching staff, where they will run what is best suited for the athletes that they have. You got an idea in recruiting of who you want to go and get, but ultimately where your team ends up, you need to sort of taper things to the people that you have. And it's like you said, a lot of teams are in the same boat with the super seniors, but the Buckeyes have a lot of options. I'm wondering for you, one specific individual that maybe fans aren't expecting is going to be a big, impactful player on this team, but you've got an inkling that he, that he will be. Um, I'll give you two, if that's okay. Please. Because um, I'm, sure I'm not sure how much people expect out of Jamari Wheeler. Um, and I know yeah. you and I have talked about him, but... I think he's going to be a major contributor on this team. I think that as we sit here a week or roughly from, you know, the season getting underway, I think you, you know, EJ Liddell is going to start. And I think, you know, Jamari Wheeler is going to start. Right. I think he's right up there. I was going to ask you, surefire starter, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. I just think uh, you look at this team's defensive capabilities last season and how much they struggled at that end of the court. And you have a guy who just, he can come in and just change the game at that end. Um, he's a he's a natural proven leader, a four year veteran in the Big Ten. He's everything that like when you when, I think if you were to drop a prototypical Chris Holtman point guard, I think Jamari has basically all of it. You'd like a little more offense maybe, but I mean that dude just gets at it. He makes guys around him better. I think he's going to have a major impact, and I don't know if people necessarily expect that because he's not like a super necessarily flashy guy. He wasn't a big time recruit. I mean he transferred in uh, April, and you know it. It kind of flew under the radar, I felt like, a little bit. I, I think that's a major pickup for Ohio State. And I think sticking in the backcourt, I think Malachi Branham. I mean, I think that's a dude that he has such upside, and they're going to need some punch in that backcourt. I mean, especially if Jamari's playing significant minutes, we know that he's, he's not an elite offensive player. 
So if he's on the court for long periods of time, where are you going to get that, that scoring from in the backcourt? And I think Malachi is going to be that kind of guy that is going to give you that ability to, to come in, to change up the game, to give you an offensive boost, and balance out some of what Jamari brings. Yeah. So those are two guys I'm really interested in. No, I love it, man. He's Adam Jardy. All things Buckeye basketball with the dispatches on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. We're getting ready for the season. I, I for, Forgive me if you wrote about this in an article, because I do want to ask you about the one piece that you're doing in a minute. But my take it to the bank starting five, right? Tell me if you agree. Wheeler, 100% with you. He's the point, right? And the top of the defense lockdown guy, Chris Holtman, needs that guy on the team. Malachi, I got starting. And then I think the other three are easy. One of them was a captain. Well, they're all captains, just assuming EJ and Kyle Kyle Young. You with me there? Is it those five? Uh, To an extent, yes. I don't know if Malachi jumps right in the starting lineup. I mean, I think, you know, maybe uh, like Michi maybe is is a starter at the two at at this moment. What about Uh, Ahrens? That's a really... I think I just think a player like Arns is so valuable as a as a boost in the arm, as a come in and get hot type of guy. I don't know if I like him necessarily as a starter. I mean, he'll he, I, he's going to play significant minutes. I like having a guy like that come off the bench and give you, you know, you, you get to maybe that that under sixteen timeout or whatever, and then you bring in the guy who can just drain threes on the on an opponent. I like having that sort of change up to a game. Um, we'll see. I, I think you could certainly make a case for that. Um, but then I, I don't I don't know if if Kyle Young is healthy I don't know if you want him to start and I know that sounds silly but you I feel like if you want to try to limit the beating that he's going to take I think you try to figure out how can you play him about 20 minutes a game and 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 cut down on the on the chance that he's not going to be able to finish out the season and to me that makes me think do they try to find some way to have EJ Liddell start at the four and Zed Key or Joey Brunk at the five and yeah. that's I don't know if they can do that. I think they want to do that, and it would be really to their benefit if they could. Um, but I, I'm, I'm very interested to see if that's the route they go. All right. I talked to Jardy at 3.30 this afternoon. So uh, we did that earlier, and I can't get the rest of the chat in before the CBJ shorty is up. So what we'll do when you listen to the Buckeye show on replay, when you listen to the podcast tonight, get it wherever you get your audio – uh, check us out if you haven't listened that way yet. It's a great way to do it because we'll put some extra stuff in there when we only have 30 minutes on certain nights, like tonight, or when we can't even finish an interview. We start talking about the series that he's doing for the dispatch, power ranking of the actual players. So we'll talk a lot more about Zed Key, who you might have seen, who he ranked number five. He's got some big ideas, some big thoughts on what he can be for this Buckeye basketball team. As do I. And, you know, to be honest, I can't even remember what the last question was after we talked Zed Key. But there's about five more good minutes of the Adam Jardy chat getting ready for basketball next week. Oh, I, it just came to me. I remember what we did. We got his power ranking, sort of the theme with what his articles were, of the three big things coming up in November for Buckeye Hoops. I mean, ha- honestly, how do you rank this? They've got a trip to Florida in a holiday tournament. I love those. Honestly, Dark Horse, some of the best events in sports. Because everybody is thinking about football, but they put so many good big-time programs in those. The Ma- And it's not just the Maui. The Maui is the creme de la creme. That's the one everybody wants to go to. That's a bucket list. If Matt Andrews gets to go and call action at the Maui while Paul Keel stays back, I'm going to... 
I'm going to slip Matt Andrews a Mickey, and I'm going to take that gig from him some way. Even though I wouldn't get that gig, even if Matt couldn't do it, I'll figure out a way. So I asked Jardy between the Duke game, right? Home against Duke, Coach K's last season. The Fort Myers trip. And going to Xavier, which also, for Ohio fans, is awesome. It doesn't happen enough. The Cincinnati series was great. Playing Xavier, even though it's a one-off in the Gava games, we need to get the Ohio Crossroads thing going. Been yelling about it for years and years and years. Get his ranking of those. We talk about that. So check that out. Leave a little uh, five-star rating if you're feeling nice. So we talked Buckeye football, 54-7 win over Indiana. Buckeye basketball starts a week from tonight, and it's awesome. It's just it, the, the music just playing in my the back of my head. It is. We'll play you out because it's a CBJ shorty. I don't care if it doesn't make sense. College basketball into hockey. But that's what we got. Jackets and stars. That's coming next on The Fan. Coming up next on The Fan. Have a great night, everybody. We like football. And if you like football, we highly encourage you to listen to Morning Juice. It's great. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9. The Fan. Let's go Jackets. Your flagship home for the Columbus Blue Jackets. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Where every segment is another Buckeye surprise. You've got the Buckeye Show. Yes, you do. And now this is only for the podcast listeners. So everybody in that world, we think it's a great place for you to get the Buckeye Show's latest audio. Appreciate you being here. CBJ Shorty here on a Monday, October 25th. And as I said on the show, we did a lot longer Well, because Adam Jardy and I, we are just gigantic basketball junkies, you know, me and Evil Bald Colin, the Rothman and Ice producer, we do our basketball podcast for these last couple of years, Mad About Hoops. We're going to record an episode on that this week, by the way. And, you know, Adam Jardy, just like me, he does this for his job. He covers Buckeye basketball, but he just loves it, too. Like, it's in his heart and soul as well. It's not just the job. It's He'd want to be following basketball anyway. So when we did that interview earlier this afternoon, we went for like 16 or 17 minutes. So had to clip a bit of it to get out of the show on time. And we'll have more for you right here. So we'll jump back into it. It's almost five minutes to a T. So again, this won't be the longest bonus episode ever. You will be able to get on with your evening and do lots of other wonderful things, whether that's watching the jackets or just trying to get your mind around how the hell Penn State dropped all the way to 20th in the polls when they had Illinois at home. And thanks for dumbing this matchup down. I'm not trying to be too worried about it. You just go ahead and take care of business. There's enough on the Buckeye football schedule. But anyway, the mixing bowls coming up. Buckeye basketball. More chatter as we get into the power ranking for Buckeye basketball players that Jardy is doing for his articles with the dispatch. So take it away. Back to the interview. Well, Adam, one of the things that you've been doing that's been pretty cool, I've been following along for your readers at the Dispatch, is the power rankings. There's there's one thing, you're covering these guys every day. I don't know if they're following it, and Joey Brunk's going to come up to you and say, number 10, huh? Number 10 best player on this team. So you might you might have to say, no, 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 man, I don't mean any, uh, any uh, disrespect. I think you're all great in my book, just had to rank them somewhere. And you've got room to grow, right? But I thought you're number five. Very interesting one. Buckeye fans love this guy. Maybe the personality on the team, Zed Key, cracking your top five. Tell us what you believe Zed is going to do this year. 
I just feel like Zed is going to expand his game, and I think they want him to really find ways that he can impact in more expansive playing time. I mean, there were a number of times last season where Chris Holman would say, you know, oh, uh, he had eight points and four rebounds in 12 minutes. Man, we've got to play that guy more. And I think as they try to figure out how to manage Kyle's minutes and as EJ plays more at the four and as, you know, I mean, Seth Towns isn't going to play till December, hopefully, um, there's going to be opportunity there. And I like Zed's athleticism. I like his upside. He's worked to expand his game. I've seen him hitting jumpers and threes and things like that. I don't know if that's going to be a consistent part yet. But I just think for this team to, to function at a high level, they need someone who's going to bang down low and, and really take on the bigs in the Big Ten and expand their game. And I, I see Zed having that capability of growing into a bigger role. Now, he's got to do it defensively. He's got to be able to you know, guard ball screens and things that are always tough for a big man. But I just I like the upside there. And, you know, like these are all educated guesses. I could end up being horribly wrong on some of these. You're right. Joey Brunt could come up and, you know, trip me two weeks into the season and say, how do you have me tenth? Like, I mean, <laughs> that certainly could happen. Um, but it's just I, I, when you're sitting here in the preseason, you're trying to make an educated guess on who's going to have the biggest impact. And, you know, it's a, it's, it's a fun way to look at the season, fun way to get ready for it. Tell you what, when I saw him up close, one thing that is not ranked 10th is Joey Brunk's hair. That is top three for sure. And it's probably a crown that Michi is winning. You know, Michi, Justice, Joey Brunk, the all-hair crew for this squad. I have heard that Michi has not had a haircut in, like, several years. Good. Like there, there's, I, I don't know the story behind it yet, but, um, yeah, that that's part of his personality. That's part of who he is. Like he's He's grown his hair a certain way for a very long time. But yeah, I mean, Joey Brunk, he, he calls himself Matthew McConaughey with a baby hook. And I mean, the resemblance is there. I, I will give him that. I got one more for you, Adam, and then I'll let you run. The November schedule has a bunch of fun things on it. I mean, on top of the fact that basketball starts, that's fine enough. But we've gotten accustomed to a pretty beefed up non-conference schedule. You're in enough little things, right, that you can you don't even have to get off your, your butt and a good schedule will follow you with the ACC Big Ten Challenge and the Gavit games that they're in. But you've got Duke. That might be the easy winner there, but I, I'm just throwing it out there. Duke, Xavier <laughs> down in Cincy, true road game. And the trip to Florida, you get a holiday tournament this year where we didn't have those in the pandemic year. Ranking those yep. cool November things, how does Adam Jardy have that stacked? Well, since we were supposed to go to the Bahamas last year and it didn't happen, I'm personally excited about going to Fort Myers for Thanksgiving. Um, and my family's going to come with me on that. So cool. we are all looking forward to that trip. So that might be... That might be number one, but I mean, Duke is right there, obviously. I mean, the Coach K farewell tour, and we get to see it up close in person here in Columbus. I mean, I think that's, you can't turn that down. Going to Xavier is going to be amazing. I mean, I was there you know, a couple years ago when Cincinnati opened its new arena, and Ohio State played there on campus for the first time in like 100 years or something like that. And I mean, that was an incredible atmosphere. I think that's going to be, you know, one heck of an early litmus test for this team. Honestly, as silly as it sounds, like I'm very interested in this Akron game. I think the Zips, you know, they've got a couple of things going for them. I think that's going to be more of a challenge than people think. And there's there's going to be an emotional component to that game. You know, Chris Holtman and John Gross played together at Taylor University for Coach Paul Patterson, and Paul Patterson passed away a yeah. couple weeks yeah. ago. And yep. I mean, there's going to be connection, man. there's a lot of lot of emotion I think going into that game on top of just starting a season. They were supposed to play last year, and it, uh, it, the pandemic postponed it. But um, there's a 
even like an Akron and Niagara, like those games might not jump off. Niagara's coached by Greg Paulus. Like there's a lot of neat things, I think, on this schedule that have me excited to see what November looks like. Adam Jardy, great stuff, man. I know you and I will chat a lot. We both love this Buckeye basketball team just uh, and, and covering them and watching them beyond just our jobs. So it's it's a lot of fun for you and I and a lot of fans out there as well. I appreciate it, man, and we'll catch up soon. One week from tonight, we tip the ball. I don't care if it's exhibition. That, that means it's starting for me. Amen to that. Thanks so much for having me, and great to talk to you again, man. All right, I want to thank Adam Jardy. Always fun to catch up and talk some hoops with him. Thank you, everybody, for checking out this special bonus segment only on the Buckeye Show's podcast, wherever you get your podcasting audio. We will see you next time. Have a great night.